listener production. Okay, are you recording? Hey team, welcome along to episode 122 of the Howie Games, featuring one of Australia's greatest ever boxers, Jeff Fennick. I cannot wait for you to hear the episode next week. In the meantime, here's Jeff's player profile. Enjoy. Welcome to the Howie Games player profile. Multiple world champion, boxing royalty in Australia, Jeff Fennick. Jeff, you've taken some punches in your career. Are you ready for some short, sharp questions on the player profile? Looking, looking at you, look like you've taken more than me, Howie. <laughs> I reckon I have. I look older than you, which is disappointing. Well, say, if that's a head, I'll back a tail. <laughs> All right, you're going to be perfectly suited for this. Jeff Fennick, uh, nicknames, do you have them? Oh, not really. Just the married from Waller when I fought. But um, when I was growing up, they used to call me LJ Little Jeff because I was so small. But um, no nicknames these days. Who gave you the Marrickville Mauler? Um, the famous ring announcer, Ray Connolly. Okay, so that's your nicknames. Jeff Fennick, what is your favourite food? Well, I like all food, but um, yeah, um, Italian. Italian? Pasta? Pizza? Uh, a mixture of everything, yeah. We'll get to pizza later on in this show. So if you were trying to impress someone they were coming around to your house, can you cook, Jeff? And if so, what are you cooking up? Meat. I'm, I cook a great barbecue. I cook great steaks. But I, can, I cook chicken and, and other things. I'm great at that. When I um, was uh, fighting for my big fights, I'd always cook for myself every night. I'd, you know, steam my chicken or chicken with them, some honey and soy and, you know, make it very healthy. So I can cook and steam my veggies with a touch of honey on it so it tasted nice. So, yeah, I've cooked a lot for myself. Sounds good. Now, this is a tough one without uh, any prior warning, which you haven't had. You can invite three people to this beautiful barbecue you're cooking up at your place from any time in history that you know, that you don't know. Who are the three people that are coming to the Team Fennec dinner? Uh, I'll make it a boys' barbecue. Uh, Tyson, Roberto Duran and a friend of uh, mine, um, Mauricio Suleiman. He would love that. You wouldn't need bouncers at this affair. We'd be, we'd be pretty safe. <laughs> I think you'd be pretty safe. What was your first ever job, Jeff? I was an apprentice. Well, when I was young, I'd done some. My mum was a cleaner at a, at a, a, a company called Cuddy Sark. They made whiskey, Cuddy Sark. And I used to, I've helped my mum there when they used to do bottling when they needed people to help. But my first job when I left school, I, I did an apprenticeship as a bricklayer. I went to Mount Druid Tech and did a pre apprenticeship course there. And then I did my year there. And then I got um, hooked up with a, um, a bricklaying team and, and I laid bricks. So, yeah, it was my um, first job as a bricklayer. Were you a good bricklayer? Um, look, I only done it for a, a couple of years, and the the foreman on the site, our our builder, um, he took me in because he thought I was such a hard worker. He made me the foreman on the site. So when the bricklaying team left, I stayed and I I worked with him. He was a man by the name of John Membry, and he was in Stratfield, so I did a lot of work in Stratfield. So um, yeah, but yeah, I was a very hard worker. I always wanted to be the best at whatever I done. So. That's one of the reasons why I wanted to be a bricklayer because people thought I was too small and too little to, to do that kind of stuff. So, yeah, it was just a – for me, being such a small kid and coming up as a little European kid, as a wog, was life was a challenge and I was always um, ready for a challenge. We'll explore that in the main part of the podcast. So if your first job was a bricklayer – now, this interests me, Jeff. What was your first car? Because I, I can sort of – I don't know. I picture sort of maybe – a Valiant or something, but what, what was your first vehicle? No, I had a little Tirana. Yeah, I wasn't far off then. Yeah, and I had a little Tirana, and it was purple, but a purple Tirana. <laughs> mm. You've obviously had a wonderful uh, career in boxing and a fantastic job, but if you could swap jobs with anyone, whose job would you like? 
Uh, I don't know. I'd like Kerry Packer's job. <laughs> I um, was very blessed to work for him for a few years. I was his trainer. And I loved what he represented. He was not one bit big-headed. He was, you know, really generous and he enjoyed his he enjoyed life to the fullest. So, yeah, that's, that's, that's how I am today. I try to enjoy my life to the fullest. What was he like to train Kerry Packer? You were, were you physically like a, a personal trainer for him? Oh, yeah, I was his personal trainer, yeah. He was an amazing, he was the best one. The best kind of train. He always wanted to do more, but my my um, theory in training people like that, it's better to to give them a little a little less, not to to make sure they want to come back tomorrow to prove they can do more. Than so, my theory is it's better to have the engine underdone than, than burnt out. So they think, oh, I don't want to go back and cop that crap again tomorrow. So no, Matt, but he he never missed a day. We had an amazing relationship, and uh, yeah, it was an amazing time of my life when travelling the world with Kerry. That's a great story. I might talk about that as well. Best piece of advice you've ever received, Jeff? Tough one. I don't know the best piece of advice I've ever received, but the best advice I can give anybody um, through my own experiences is that, um, yeah, try not to to do things wrong because um, as tough as we think we are, it doesn't. It, we're, we're not hurting ourselves. We can we can handle it. Remember, you've got mothers, fathers, brothers, sisters, and children. And one of the things that I've learned, you know. Um, now, like I said, through some of the crazy, stupid mistakes I've made in my life, that it hurts other people more than myself. And um, you know, I've got to realise that. Um, yeah, I learned to realise that. Yeah, that I'm hurting other people, not myself. And you know, I, yeah, I, like I said, if there's anything in my life when I change, of course, you don't want to change a lot of things. But me hurting those people who love me and thinking that um, I was invincible was something that I would, I'd love to change. I'm not sure how technologically savvy you are because your wonderful wife Susie has set us up here technically ready to go, but what are the two most used apps on your phone, Jeff? Dial and hang up. <laughs> so you're old school as far as phones go. Yeah, I don't message, I don't do anything. So, yeah, dial and hang up. <laughs> yeah, two apps. They are, no, they are. I'm, I'm not disagreeing with you, mate. I'm not, I'm not disagreeing with you. What are you currently watching? Are you a man that watches TV or Fox or streaming services? No, not really, but um, my wife, as, as we're at home a lot um, when I'm waiting for people to come, she's watching all those things on Netflix and stuff like that, and we've watched all those kind of gangstery things that have happened over the past, which I've really enjoyed. Um, you get hooked on them and uh, you've watched one and there are some nights we start at three or four in the morning watching them all the way through. But, yeah, I'm not a real big TV watcher. I watch, of course, I watch... Uh, Fox Sports, I watch the footy. I, I love watching Maddie Johns and the boys and I love listening to their, their opinions on the rugby league because I love rugby league. But apart from that, yeah, I don't, I don't watch TV. What about when you were a young bloke racing home from school? Can you remember what you raced home and watched on the telly back in the day? Yeah, definitely can. Nothing. I raced home, got the football, went to the park and played rugby league. <laughs> Again, I never I wasn't a, uh, a TV watcher. I was, always, I was always out. Do you listen to much music? Uh, I listen to music, uh, you, know, I, you know, but um, not any of the stuff that, you know, you would think I'd listen to. I, I love Kenny Rogers and I love a lot of those old, I love the country western stuff and, I, you know, I like some of the songs. I love all the old songs like Rod Stewart and stuff like that. And, uh, but, yeah, I'm not a, I'm not a, my daughter's a, a singer who sings all these songs. Every time I get back into my car I hear F this, F that on these, these rappers and stuff, I hate it. I, as soon as she gets out of the car I've got to, you know, 
change whatever she's had on and just put the, the easy stuff on. So you prefer a bit of Kenny Rogers, the gambler. You've got to know when to hold him. You've got to know when to fold him. No doubt about it. That, that is a great song. If that's your favourite song, could you give me a favourite movie or not? Oh, definitely so. Shawshank Redemption. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, I love, of course, we love the Rocky movies, but I love the Shawshank Redemption. Yeah, with, um, you know, and I love um, Samuel L. Jackson, the movie A Time to Kill, where um, yeah, something happened to one of their daughters and, yeah, he went and, yeah, did what he had to do. Yeah, I've seen that. That is a great film. Do you read books at all or not? No, I don't read books, but I have read a couple, and I've got to give this guy a huge rap. Um, somebody once gave me a book to read, which I've never – well, at school I read a book called Storm Boy from Colin Thiel. It was about that, you know, that bird. The pelican. The pelican, yeah. Mr Percival. That's correct. And um, I read that as a kid, and I'd never read a book since. And then I read um, – my favourite author is um, Bryce Courtney, The Power of yes. One. And then, oh. I read, and then I read his sequel, Tandia. So his two books on, uh, yeah, were, were crazy. Yeah, that, oh, that's all about boxing, isn't it? Uh, the Power about, of One. Yeah, PK. about a South African guy who came up through having nothing and being picked on and then turned to boxing, yeah, and changed his life around. Yeah, that is a fantastic book. Jeff, of all the people you've met, and you've already mentioned a couple of people like Kerry Packer, etc. of all the so-called famous people, the well-known people you've met, Who's the one that's really made a great impression on you and why? Uh, yeah, I've got to say Mike Tyson because um, uh, during the time of me training him, um, he introduced me to so many people um, or so many people wanted to be around him, Huey, you know, billionaires, successful business. Even when he was going through the, the hell that he went through on times, he still had amazing people supporting him, amazing people around him. Just recently I got a, I got a call, it would have been, I don't know, maybe four to six weeks ago, by Mike and J- James Packer. They were on James's boat in the, uh, in the Caribbean. <laughs> it was crazy. Just out of the blue they called me and that was great. But like I said, um, Mike, yeah, um, irrespective of what people think and, you know, he's such a generous guy. And um, like I said, when I, when I think of it, um, I think of a story once. I gave him a letter once just... I wanted to show him how he wouldn't even read it. He didn't have that. He didn't want to read it because he didn't want to feel, I don't think he wanted to feel sad or felt that anybody really loved him. And I think he's changed as time's gone on, gone by. And my last visit, which was just before COVID when I was over in America with him, um, it was amazing just to see the, the transformation and seeing how he wants to help people. I know he's always to help people, but um, to see him go through what he's gone through and then come come through the other side and, Doing what he's doing today, like mate, raising all this money for charities and stuff like that, it's it's really impressed me, and I it's impressed me because, like I said, I think I had very very similar upbringing to him. He was um, trained by a guy Customata, who was like his dad, similar to me with Johnny Lewis, and uh, yeah, we just went through lots of similar things. And when I used to sit down and talk to him and talk to him about everything, we were always like on the on the, on the same page, and we always used to think that. We weren't going to live till, till 40, and if we lived till 40, how old we were going to feel and look. And then all of a sudden, you know, 40, when I was 40, I still th- thought I was 20. And, you know, just last year, I nearly died. I get this amazing um, problem that happens to me, and I'm back today. So I, I kind of looked and I, I weighed things up and I said, the devil didn't want me at this time. He didn't want me to, to take over. That's where I thought I was going to help. But, um, look, I'm here and um, I'm here to um, enjoy my life and, and hopefully my my. My goal is, Huey, to, to try to make people's lives better. Every every night I go out with my wife, I see somebody drinking a 
wine that I don't think I was sending some good wine. And I just want people to, to realise that I appreciate that I wouldn't be anybody without the support of the Australian public. And, um, yeah, I mean, I, would, I wouldn't own the house if the people didn't pay to watch me fight and, and, and uh, watch me on TV. So um, I really um, know that my main aim with my the rest of my life is giving back to people and making sure that people... Um, yeah, are happy at certain stage and, and if they can say, wow, Jeff Fennick done something for me this night or I remember Jeff Fennick from this night, that'll be that'll be a great um, legacy for me. I'm not worried about what people think about me in the boxing ring, but I, I am worried about what people think about me as a person because I know that um, I'm, I'm a good person. I love that description. Two more for you before we get into it. What scares you, Jeff? What scares me? If anything would scare me, if something happened to any, any of my family, that would... I would be terrified of that. I'm not. I'm not scared of. If I had to die last year, when I was, I've lived an amazing life, and hopefully, I've, I've, um, I've helped other people have great times and great experiences with me. I know that I've done that to thousands and thousands of people. So I'm, I'm not scared of any of that stuff. But I, I would be um, petrified if something happened to my my wife or my, or my children. And um, yeah, that would um, be the scariest thing for me. Favorite holiday destination. Um, a toss-up between two. I love, I love America, but I love Bangkok. I love um, Thailand. And the people there are so beautiful and friendly. And um, like I said, I've got a training camp there that I take my boys. And I, don't, I don't go there to get drunk, but I go there. We all train and we have a great time. We eat. We eat. Um, yeah, we, we celebrate every, every, every day. Every night's a celebration with, with beautiful people. And that's how I'm, I want the rest of my life to be. Every, every day I want it to be a celebration. And not about me, but I want to celebrate with other people and make sure that other people can then think that, wow, uh, Jeff Fennick gave me something I, I, I might not have had or he, yeah, he just, he, he made me have a good day. I just, I, I love that, you know. Final one on the player profile and this is the most important one, Jeff. Are you ready? I'm ready. Pineapple on pizza, yes or no? I don't mind a ham and pineapple pizza, so yeah, I'll say yes. Good man. Jeff, thanks for joining me on the player profile. We'll see you for the full episode next week. Jeff Fennick! Listener.